smartcast you are listening to a mint production brought to you by hd smartcast hi i am abhinav call from mint and welcome to another edition of why not mint money the indian government has mandated buyers of virtual digital assets or crypto assets to ensure that tax is deducted at source at the rate of 1% Today I have with me Navin Vadwa, Deputy General Manager at Taxman, a research and advisory firm, and we will discuss various provisions of TDS provisions for crypto assets and what investors should keep in mind. Hi. Welcome to Why Not Mint Money, a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started on your money journey. So hi Navin, welcome to Why Not Mint Money podcast. Yeah. Hi, Abhinav. Uh, so, I mean, uh, let's start with a basic question. Uh, what does TDS on crypto transactions mean? This budget uh, in the year 2020-22, the government has introduced an entirely a new scheme for the taxation of VDS. VDS means virtual digital asset. So that's why they brought this uh, this uh, 30% tax rates. But that 30% tax rate would not serve the purpose entirely unless and until. the government has the footprints of all those investors specifically those who are selling uh, the uh, virtual digital assets um, uh, in by sitting in india or by sitting anywhere in abroad if as far as they are resident in india they come within the purview of a new section called 194s so this 194s has been introduced by the union budget 2020 22 this provision requires that any person whether he is a resident or a non resident who is responsible for paying any sum by way of a consideration for the transfer of a virtual digital asset is required to deduct tax under section 194s so before uh, we come on the subsequent part of 194s uh, it's important we understand the meaning of virtual digital asset so virtual digital asset basically it covers three type of virtual assets one is clear uh, cryptocurrencies second one is nfts which we call uh, non fungible tokens but nfts would be only those which are notified by the income tax department as of now no nft have been notified so and the third one is any other notified virtual digital asset so as on date probably it is expected before 1st july government will definitely notify some nfts and any other asset which they wanted to be covered under the meaning of vds so this is uh, the basics of uh, vds now coming back to 194s so as i mentioned every person whether he is a resident or a non resident will deduct tax under section 194s but tds would be deducted under section 194s only if the recipient is a resident person he can be ordinarily resident or not ordinarily resident and the rate of tds would be 1% of the consideration however if the deductee or we say pay does not furnish his pan number to the deductor in that case the tax rate should be 20% so you could be an investor in uh, investor in a virtual digital assets could be an anonymous investor but when it comes to deduction of tax you can't say i would prefer to be anonymous and because you have to furnish your pan number if you don't furnish the exchange or the payer would deduct 20% tax rates this another layer of tax deduction that is if you do not furnish your return of income for the specified period the payer shall deduct tax it and the rate could be as high as 5% so this is 
the background of 194s uh, but is there any threshold for tds deduction on crypto uh, transaction yeah definitely there is a threshold and to determine the threshold uh, you have to first identify who is the payer if payer is a specified person the threshold limit is 50000 if payer is not a th- uh, specified person then the threshold limit is 10000 then who is a specified person the specified person we can say uh, when when i am talking about the specified person it means a person who is responsible for paying so just take an example i am buying some cryptocurrency from abinav and since i would be paying the consideration then i am the specified person so i would be a specified person if i am not engaging any business or profession for in simple word if i don't have any income under the head profit and gains of business and profession and the second one is even if i am into any business or profession if i am into business the turnover of my business should not exceed 1 crore and if i am into a profession my uh, gross receipts from my profession profession should not exceed 50 lakh rupees so a specified person can be either an individual or a huf so if you are neither individual nor huf let's suppose you are an llp or partnership firm or a company or any other organizational structure then you can't be fit within the definition of specified person in that case so just take an example if you are a company who is buying cryptocurrency from any other person the threshold limit would be by default 10 thousand similarly for an firm and llp the threshold limit is 10000 rupees for an individual in hf the, the threshold limit could be 50000 rupees uh, due to some conditions as i mentioned i am not into any business or profession if i am then uh, turnover should be less than once year if into profession the gross receipt should be less than 50 uh, but there are various ways through which a transaction a crypto transaction can take place uh, first we'll talk about peer to peer person to person transfer Uh, where there is no exchange or broker involved uh, in in the this transaction so how the tds would be cut in this case again that depends on if i am a specified person or not so will uh, will understand your question through an example you know so let's suppose i am buying some uh, let's suppose bitcoin from uh, uh, abinav and we decided the rate that it, this would be the price at which we'll get into the transaction and at, before i make any payment to abhinav i'll make sure that i deduct tax at the rate of 1% assuming that abhinav uh, gives me his pan number and he is the regular filer for income tax return so let's take an example of uh, that i have to pay him 1 lakh rupees so now what i'll do i'll deduct 1% that is 1000 rupees as tax deduction as tds under section 194s and will make a payment of 99000 rupees to abhinav and i'll deposit this 1000 rupees with the income tax department and uh, for that purpose the department has just issued uh, a separate form for deposit of uh, uh, this tds and uh, the form number is 20, uh, form number is 26 qe and i have to deposit the tax within 30 days from the last day of the month which tax has been deducted So let's suppose we get into transaction on twenty seventh June two thousand and twenty two. Then I have to deposit the TDS uh, by thirtieth July two thousand and twenty two. So now most of the transa- crypto transactions takes place via exchanges. What are the provisions here? Who cut the TDS? Who submitted to the government? So uh, the principle, the fundamentals of 
tax deduction is generally uh, if i i am not talking about tcs wherein the collectee has uh, the collectee has to collect the tax but in case of tax deduction it's the payer who has to deduct the tax so that principle still applies in 194s except in a few situations uh, wherein this liability the obligation to deduct tax has been shifted from payer to the exchange and why it has been done by the income tax department because of the administrative inconvenience if the department asks buyer to deduct tax because it would be really really difficult to uh, to ask a buyer because as i mentioned earlier these transactions are completely anonymous and it's really really difficult to identify who is the buyer and who is the seller and it's the exchange only who knows who is the buyer and who is the seller so because of those problems the income tax department has asked the exchange to deduct the tax so i will understand this through an example so let's carry forward the same example i have taken earlier so let's suppose uh, i am buying bitcoin to an exchange and the, on the other hand the seller again is abinav who is selling through the same exchange since we don't know each other we don't have the pan number of each other so in that case it's the exchange because exchange it's mandatory for an indian exchange a crypto exchange to carry out the kyc of all the person who are operating or who are opening an account with that exchange so it's mandatory for them to carry out the all the kyc so exchange will definitely ask for the pan number of the buyer and the seller before opening their account since the exchange has that pan number so it's the responsibility of the exchange to deduct tax and deposit it with the with the income tax department with the central government right. so um, I, i we are not going into those nitty gritties wherein uh, a broker is exchange for buying and selling so i'm talking about small retail investors like you and me if you are engaging any broker so even in that case it's the exchange who will deduct the tax and whatever discussion we have made they are relevant in case the transactions are being done in cash in cash means in money form and it's not in kind if it's in cash it's the exchange who will have to deduct the tax and but let's suppose this is the and the seller is the exchange not abinav in our case if if exchange is the seller it could be possible that the exchange has got its own currency or the exchange has invested in some currency and now they want to sell it to their own exchange in that case it's the buyer it means me who would deduct tax however in that case um, if exchange gets into an agreement with me that the exchange would pay tax on or before the due date for that quarter then even i would be absolved from deducting any tax and paying to the central right so you mentioned uh, the transaction is in cash one person is getting cash in return of crypto what if it is in kind uh, what is how uh, tds provisions work in that case uh, so um, in to understand how you can get into a transaction in kind uh, there could be two uh, two phases two scenarios uh, on which we'll discuss about this requirement so the number one is um, when i say i am i am buying uh, uh, some cryptocurrencies and paying the sum for it in kind it could be in two ways again taking an example so let's suppose uh, abhinav is an architect and he has given me his services of making a drawing of my my new uh, house and uh, instead of paying him through my bank account in money i get into an arrangement with him that i'll pay you in bitcoin 
that is also a transaction in kind the another transaction in kind which can happen again through exchange or through off the counter again take an example of abhinav so abhinav has got ethereum and i have got bitcoin so now i want to invest in ethereum and uh, abhinav wants to invest in uh, uh, bitcoin so rather than uh, get into transaction through exchange because exchange would cut its own commission so we decide that will uh, do this transaction uh, off the counter i transfer uh, bitcoin to abhinav's account and abhinav transfer ethereum to my account so this is this is this is also a transaction in kind since i am buyer as well as seller and that and abhinav is also a buyer and seller so it becomes an obligation on both of us to deduct tax and deposit it to the government so this is of the counter example taking the previous example when i mentioned abhinav is an architect so even in that case since i am paying consideration so i am uh, i am uh, the house owner who is paying consideration in the form of bitcoin and abhinav is receiving it so since abhinav is the buyer abhinav would deduct tax under section 194s and i will also deduct tax under section 194j so 194j basically is a is a provision which requires deduction of tax at the rate of 10% from any payment of fee for professional or technical services So Abhinav would deduct tax. Let's suppose the fees involved is one lakh. Abhinav would deduct tax at the rate of one percent, that is one thousand, and I deduct tax at the rate of ten percent, that is ten thousand. So that's how uh, this transaction would be executed. I'll pay him Bitcoin worth ninety thousand rupees and will deposit ten thousand with the central government. And Abhinav would deduct tax at the rate of one percent, that is one percent or one thousand rupees, and he'll deposit with the central. So this is uh, the transaction in kind. So now let's come on. the uh, transaction in kind to exchange so it could be possible that i am buying i have ethereum and i want to invest in bitcoin and i uh, go to an exchange and uh, and and in exchange of ethereum i get the bitcoin so in that case the responsibility would be on the buyer and seller or exchange so i am repeating it it's either on buyer and seller the same way like i mentioned in case of abhinav and my case or the exchange so if buyer and seller will have to deduct tax they will pay their respective taxes and share the evidence of payment with the other party okay only in that case the transaction of it it can be said the tds has been properly deducted and deposited with the central government but as an alternative the income tax department has given um, you know an alternative option Uh, to the parties that the exchange can deduct tax from the both the parties if there is a written agreement with both the parties if there is no written agreement then it's the buyer and the seller who will have to deduct tax again now there comes a problem how this um, uh, because buyer and seller they don't know each other it's the right. same thing which i have mentioned earlier but the security guidelines does not address this question but i if i if you take my opinion then i would say that uh, the uh, the responsibility would be on the on the exchange and probably the exchanges would modify their terms of terms and conditions of using their platform wherein they will get a confirmation from the parties from the users of their platform that it's the exchange who would deduct tax and that over and deposit it in the central government that's my suggestion though the civility guideline does not address this issue so uh, during this discussion we have been talking about 1% tds uh but in a traditional sense tds is cut on a amount which is in generally in rupee terms which is standard 
but mm-hmm. here we have bitcoin ethereum some other cryptocurrency and the price also changes from exchange to exchange so is there a way to calculate this 1% tds so uh, yes uh, in case of transaction in kind the the income tax department has given detailed mechanism of how to convert this transaction into inr and then to deposit with the central government so now what you have to do uh, if you are an exchange you have to divide the transaction into two parts one is the primary vda and the another one is non primary uh, it seems the uh, income tax department has given an exclusive uh, list of those vda that would be covered within the meaning of primary vdas and the acronym the short symbols of these primary vdas are bds eds that is ethereum usdt and usdc so it seems uh, because some of these assets are backed by these are these are stable coins these are backed by some underlying assets like usdts are supported by us dollar so it seems uh, the, these are the only four primary vdas so now what you have to do uh, let's suppose the vda involved from which the tax has been deducted is a non not is, is a non primary vda now the, what exchange will have to do have to do they have to immediately the moment a transaction is done the 1% tax would be deducted let's suppose the uh, the uh, vda involved is monero or deso so these are some non primary vdas so the moment a transaction is executed the 1% of the amount involved would be deducted as tds and that 1% because that would be in the form of the same currency in which the transaction has been executed now the what the exchange will have to do they will have to immediately convert this non primary vda into a primary vda and you know what are those primary vdas i just mentioned now taking the another example where in the vda is a primary vda so the, the exchange is not required to convert this primary vda into ana immediately but they will have to wait for the closer of the day what is the closer of the day that is uh, 12 am so once that time comes in all the primary vdas included including those converted from non primary vdas so as i mentioned earlier non primary vdas are converted into vdas so at the end of the day you would have have a lot of currencies in primary vdas that shall be not converted into ina so that transaction would be done uh, through the an open buy order in the market so let's suppose you have 100 uh, units of usdt that is a primary vda at 12 am in the night these uh, 100 usdc will be sold in the open market through the first buy order and when you sell it the the exchange would have the would have the amount in inr that would be deposited with the central government so there are certain you know checks and balances the government has introduced Uh, the government says the exchange is liquidating the vda they, uh, they shall be prohibited to a buyer from these vdas because it could be possible in the night and the exchange uh, believes that there is a certain downfall in the rate of the vda is better i buy it and i sell it in future so that i would earn some additional profit the exchanges have been prohibited from buying to be a buyer of these vdas uh, number 1 number 2 uh in case of conversion of non primary vda to primary vda it would be mandatory for the exchanges to keep a time stamp of all the orders to ensure that they are being done immediately the moment a transaction is done for the primary vda that are being sold on the close of the day it would be mandatory 
for uh, the exchanges to keep a data of all the price and the quantity so that it can be matched with the amount involved and the last one is uh, since uh, these these cryptocurrencies would be transferred at the day end and as well as uh, when we are converting the non primary into primary the government has exempted this transaction from further deduction of tds because it would be an infinite you know right. uh, mode of uh, deducting and again deducting transaction from every transaction so this sale of this sale of cryptocurrency for the payment purpose of uh, uh, you know collection of amount in ainia so that it can be deposited with the government it is exempted from deduction of that so that's the mechanism of converting the amount involved in cryptocurrency into ainia i mean compliance has increased for both crypto exchanges and investors but when it comes to investors how has the compliance changed and what they should keep in mind so as an individual if you have to uh, comply with the requirement of tax deduction and uh, issuing of tax certificate so what you should consider that just make sure that you always deduct tax that's number one you when you deduct tax you deposit it within 30 days from the last day of the month in which tax has been deducted i have taken an example then the another one is you have to issue a tds certificate basically tds certificate is an evidence of the fact that the tax has been deducted and deposited to the central government this tds certificates can be downloaded uh, from the income tax department website so this tds certificate shall be issued if you are a specified person it shall be issued in form number 16 and the time limit would be within 15 days from the due date of furnishing of chalan come statement in form 26 ue from form 26 is the the chalan we use to deposit the tax with the government but if you are not a specified person then the tds certificate shall be issued within in form number 16a and that too within 15 days from the due date of furnishing the tds statement in form number 26 ue so uh, these are some technical terms and uh, if you have never file any tds return so i request you to get in touch with your chartered accountant who do all your compliances on your behalf so if you are a specified person you don't need to acquire the tan number you can use form 26 qe and issue tds certificate in 60 for a specified person you would definitely have a tan and in that case the statement shall be filed in form 26 qe and the certificate shall be issued in form number 16 so if you don't come do all these compliances so there would be uh, penalties and prosecution there would be interest and there would be uh, you know a penalty as well as for tds for not filing tds statement as well as for not issuing a tds these are some consequences that could fall on you if you don't do all the compliances required uh, under section 94 it was a very informative discussion uh, thank you for talking to us sir thanks abhinav thank you that's it for today If you have any questions you can write to us at minmoney@redlightman.com. If you want me to cover any specific topic DM me at @abhinavkaul at Twitter. To stay updated on this podcast follow HT Smartcast on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube and LinkedIn. To listen to more such podcasts log on to htsmartcast.com or suno nai nazariye se. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.